The Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast is a free-flowing conversation that may touch on mature subjects. While the opinions are real, the research probably isn't, and somehow Atticus will find a way to talk about the Knicks. And here we go. He trumped dudes. It wasn't just in a preseason game. He did it pretty consistently. <laughs> he left dudes saying, what happened? You better put some respect on his name when we're talking about the champion, Davion Clowney. And I'm just going on eye test here, right? Like, I like the look of this coaching staff, you know? All right, enough of this. Let's see what kind of shit we get into today. <laughs> Are you high? Boy, it's all yours. Truly free-flowing and unscripted. Yeah, truly. 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 Yep. I, I have nothing prepared. What do you want to talk about? Let's let's keep it that way, man. I think that the pod flows better when we're not prepared. <laughs> like seriously, like it, it's 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 a com- like there's no thought process to, process to it, so it's just free flowing. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, we can start with just some rapid fire. Just run through some scores real quick, man. And, and you know, I don't know how much you got to watch. You know, Chris is uh, Chris is back with us on the pod. This is forty. This is number forty. By is the way. it forty? Look at us. Yeah, man. Um, the podcast is officially older than me. Ooh, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you got to watch with your debacle of a week, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna try. Yeah. So I um I don't I, did you get you guys didn't do a Friday? Did you? I don't know what we did. I know you did a, I'm pretty sure you did a Thursday because you mentioned something about it in a chat or the page or something. But I don't think you guys did a Friday. So I, I, I'll tell you right now, I did not watch the uh, Bucks and Eagles game at all. So if you want to recap that, I didn't, I didn't see it. I was, Vegas is weird. I don't know how you watch sports on the West Coast. It's like I was still in meetings when the game started. So I don't even know if we talked about it, right? But I, I do know that it wasn't as close as the score dictates and the Eagles right. still had an opportunity to win the game. Right. Like it's, it's weird. Uh, I can't, I can't put my pulse on them whatsoever. Right. Like I still have zero expectations right now. All I know is if they drafted today, the Eagles would have three top 10 draft picks and that would be phenomenal. Um, right. You know, and, and like, I couldn't tell you, like the, so I know they need to do a couple things. They need it, let's just pretend three top ten draft picks. They need to go offensive line, defensive line, and linebacker. Right? In that in in that order, right? Like that's that's what they need to they need to get a little bit younger and more solid on the offensive line. Uh, you know, they've been decimated year over year. Uh, defensive line needs to get a little bit younger. Cox is not getting younger. Brandon Graham's out this year. He's not getting any younger. So, you know, they really need to solidify that. And, like, they've never paid attention to linebacker, right? And, and like, you can't let a Micah Parsons pass you by, right? Right. You you really can't. Um, You know, as much as Joke is playing well for Cleveland right now, Parsons is on another level, man. He just is. Right. Uh, right. You know, it, it's 
I watched his speed. I forget who the Cowboys were playing. It was either this week or the previous week. But, like, he made a, a beeline for the quarterback. And, like, it looked like the quarterback did an Eli Manning impression and flailed his arms and threw the ball away as quick as he could because this dude was coming at, like, Mach 3. And, and right. I was just like, you, you can't teach that, man. That's just – that's natural – given ability you know just it's phenomenal so that being said back to the game still can't put my pulse on Jalen Hurst um he played poorly for three quarters and then all of a sudden started playing well um you know he was getting pressured quite a bit you know and and that was evident of him scrambling um they didn't run the ball at all until the fourth quarter when they needed to be throwing the ball, they actually started running the ball a little bit and Sanders busted out. Like, I think he had, I think he had two carries for 10 yards. He wound up with nine carries for like 63. Well, that's, that's one thing I've wanted to ask you about, because as a uh, Sanders fantasy holder, why do they refuse to play him? Like, does, does does he not get along with the coaching staff? Did he sleep with someone's wife? I, so think I, I think he's averaging like nine and a half carries a game. It's it's mind blowing to me, right? Because when he gets the ball, he explodes, right? I'm not going to say every time he touches the ball, but like he needs the ball, he needs to touch the ball 20 times a game. He needs Alvin Kamara numbers. He just does because I have him too, and I like and Devonte Smith. Why are you not throwing to him? Are they just doubling Devonte because he is? He legit runs phenomenal routes. And is it the fact that Jalen doesn't have time to get the ball to him? Or are they just doubling him and saying, we're going to let we're going to let Jalen Rieger and Quez Watkins beat us, which is probably the case. Well, and you know, the interesting thing is you might as well double him because if, if Sanders is only touching the ball on average, we'll just say nine. I'm just going to round down nine times a game. Yeah. And maybe you know Gainwell's another five. That means they're they're throwing the ball 40, 45 times a game. I, I, I just right like that. That should be about the math, and that just seems it's, really off from what you'd want to do with a rookie quarterback. It should be the math, but like they didn't have the ball that long against Tampa Bay. He threw the ball twenty six times. Uh, they had nineteen rushes, but ten of those were hurts. So like he he. He was on the run. You know, he was running for his life, you know, almost the entire game. And I go back to an argument that me and Andy are having. And it looks like Atticus is trying to log in. So welcome, Atticus. And and just to bring him up to speed, I couldn't remember if we talked about Thursday's game or not because I blocked it Good out. Good evening, my gentlemen. Good evening. You know, but like you, you gotta I disagree with Andy. I understand. If you're playing Tampa Bay or you're playing supposedly the Browns or Carolina, teams that have a solid front seven, you know, your game plan is going to be altered. But to completely move away from the run is just mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing, you know. He has zero – like, it's Sirianni, right? And, 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 like, Sirianni sounds like a wine. 
And it's the kind of shit you're going to buy in 7-Eleven off the rack, right? Like, it's just <laughs> not good. That's, that's, that's my, that's my perception right now. And, and I am fully like, it's, it's house money this year. I joke, I joke about that a lot on the, on the page, but like, that's, that's, that's where my expectations, I don't, I still don't know who the Eagles are. Look at that motherfucker. All sharp, man. You look good, Atticus. Why, thank you. Suited up. Where, where are you off? Where are you off to, man? I'm actually on my way to BJ's. <laughs> I had a long day at work today, and um, I'm just able to get in my car. I have to go to uh, BJ's, like I said, pick up a couple of things, and then I'm headed home. All right. Man, I didn't know you roll like that to BJ's. Uh, it's just a uniform. I've seen you, Chris, at work. <laughs> um. So, you know, I, I kind of want to pivot from the Eagles and go uh, talk about the Cowboys a little bit. Um, you know, you kind of were comparing, uh, brought up Mike, Micah Parsons there. And my question I want to propose to you guys is this. Um, I've already read, uh, it, like, every, every Monday or Tuesday, I forget what day, but ESPN does, a, uh, does this thing where they say, like, you know, what's an overreaction and what's not an overreaction? And one of the things they said is not an overreaction is that Dallas has won the East already. And I will say they are five and one. They look vastly improved over last year. I'll give them that. But then I look at who they've played and they lost to the Bucks. They beat the Chargers in what was a really weirdly officiated game. And other than that, they haven't beaten a team over 500. Well, I guess the Panthers might have been when they played them. Panthers might have beat it when they played them, I think. Were they? Yeah. So, so the, but at, this, at the same time, we think the Panthers 3-0 was kind of fool's gold too, right? So, my question is, are they that much better? Or have they just, you know, had the benefit of a, a relatively easy schedule thus far? Because, I mean, even the Patriots, who are a tricky team, still are about a year or two away from being serious, you know, a serious threat to anybody. So, I mean, are the Cowboys for real or are they just taking advantage of, of, you know, a favorable schedule right now? I'll take that question and I'll go out on a limb as it's not even a limb. And I do not like any parts of the Cowboys, like fuck the Cowboys, their coach, their fans, all of them. But the Cowboys are for real. And what you'll find happening are is the teams that perform really well and are playoff contenders are teams who are clicking on all three aspects of their, their team, special teams, defense, and offense. I would be the first one to say that I am very surprised at how well their defense has been playing uh, this year. Offensively, I'm going to also say that I didn't think that Dak would not only pick up where he left off, but he's on a whole nother level right now. Usually when you have a team that is playing as well, and then I want to defuse the argument that they didn't play anybody too, because they're blowing teams out. Like they make it look really easy marching up and down a field. Dak Prescott has thrown, I mean, he's just putting up gaudy numbers right now. Numbers that, like, you love to hate them 
as an NFC East rival, but you got to respect the fact that, listen, he's on top of his game right now. And the defense has been playing just lights out. Now, what I will say is, as good as Diggs is, he just happens to be in the right spot at the right time often. And we had a, a safety like that on the Giants a number of years ago. I forget his name. He was a one-year one. Now, I'm not saying this guy's going to be a one-year one-hit wonder. But he just happened to be in the right spot at the right time every game. He had like 10 interceptions that year. And then the next year, he had none. The following year, he was cut. That's how, how he just happened to find himself in the, the right place. But are the Dallas Cowboys for real? There's no question about it. And it pains me to say it, but it's true. Uh, I concur, right? Like, <clears throat> and, and I'm going to go a little bit further on Diggs, right? Like, Diggs is, is a little bit of a liability too, right? Like, he's got some penalties. He's got some yards against him. I'm not going to discount the fact that he has 10 interceptions in 18 games, right? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to discount that. And like, he can take it back to the house, which he has shown. So, like, that's obviously a plus. But, you know, does the ends justify the means? Does one outweigh the other? Um, you know, they gave up 29. They, I don't think the score was as close against New England, right? 35-29 is the final score. They had 82 offensive plays in the game. 82. That's insane, man. Uh, it, the, comparably, the Patriots had 48 plays. So they had nearly double the amount of offensive plays. And, like, that's just a recipe for disaster for any team. You know, and this week it was 51 passes, 31 rushes. Next week it might be 50 rushes total for 30 passes. And they, and they could do it both ways. And, and their defense is adequate enough that they can, they can keep up. Now, do I put them in the Super Bowl? Probably not. They they got the division locked down. I think once they get to the playoffs, you got to contend with the Rams defense and Tampa Bay's defense. And and like I don't know, come playoff time, if they can if their defense is good enough to compete at that level, we'll see. But I just don't I just don't see it. Well, I, I do and think there's a good there's a good um, a good indicator will be. They have three straight games. One is at the Chiefs, home for the Raiders, and then at the Saints. And that's really the the, the meat of their schedule. Because outside of that, they play the East again, and they have a game at home versus the Cardinals. At, at so, the Vikings is no picnic. That's their next game. They got a bye week, so you know I'll give it to them coming off a bye week. But at, at Minnesota <laughs> is not a picnic. And, and one thing that we've not talked about that a lot of teams have been affected by, uh, Chris's Browns included, the Dallas Cowboys have been relatively healthy overall. No key players have gone down for their team offensively or defensively. So they're able to still use the entire complement of their playbook and the ball control factor that Mike always talks about with running the ball, they're able to do that with ease. I would dare say, and I said before, they've been blowing teams out. If it weren't for their 
own mistakes and their own miscues, it would be even worse, too. Well, there you have it, folks. Two NFC East fans pulling for the Cowboys. Um, We're not pulling for them. Let's rephrase that, Chris. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, hey, they're starting Saints. Just got got arrested, though. (laughs) There you go. I did see that. Well, you know the scary thing. You know the scary thing is uh, Gallup hasn't even been playing either. So, I mean, they got him on IR. He should be coming back in a couple of weeks. But And the only reason why I know that offhand is because he's on my other fantasy team. And he's been sitting on IR the entire season so far. I'm not sure um, he gets back into the, into the rotation, though, man. CeeDee Lamb's on another level. Amari Cooper apparently runs the best routes in the league. Uh, and they have two solid tight ends. And they have two solid running backs. Like, And they didn't really use their tight ends in New England. Not, not in the past. Not for passing plays, anyway. Maybe for protection, but they ain't throwing to him a lot. Which is weird because you think that's like Bill Belichick's thing is you know you always draft the uh, the tight end. Um, one of the other games I wanted to kind of touch on was the Chargers getting waxed by the Ravens, uh, thirty four to six. Now I didn't see much of that game uh, other than the score. Um, which honestly, the score like that game probably hurt me more than the Browns game did. We'll get to the Browns in a little bit since it's a Thursday night game too. So instead of having two separate Brown segments, we'll just have a jumbo one that you guys have been waiting for. Um, but you know, I didn't see a lot of that game. But holy cow, it's weird because the other player and the the only thing I really know about the game that's weird is. Uh, I forget which league it was in, but in one of the leagues I was playing against Lamar Jackson and he didn't do that well in fantasy, which means he didn't have a off the page kind of day. So I don't know where all the points came from, but that score, that score made me raise an eyebrow a little bit. You guys have any insight on that one? He ran the ball. They ran the ball really well. And it looked like fantasy 2012, right? Legit. Le'Veon Bell scored a touchdown. Devontae Freeman scored a touchdown, and Latavius Murray scored a touchdown. They ran the ball. They had 38 carries for 187 yards, and Jack Jackson had 51 of those. So, like, he did his thing. Like, you know, he did his thing. Uh, what impressed me more is, and and I think it's an anomaly for 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 the Los Angeles Chargers, but uh, you know, they they basically shut well, they shut down. Justin Herbert, right? And he, he didn't play bad, but they shut him down. Like, he didn't have any INTs. Uh, you know, let me see how many sacks they had. Two sacks? So they, they weren't they weren't getting – they just limited his yards. He, he looks like he only threw for 195, uh, which – you know, props to them because I, I think, you know, I've said a couple times that I think when we think of the, the Ravens defense, uh, you know, we kind of tend to give them credit for more what happened, like, you know, in the Ray Lewis years than like maybe what they are today. But holding the Chargers offense only six points. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to, you know, claim that, you know, if, if it's just one game, but that that's pretty impressive no matter when you can do it. So I will give them props for that. Um, yeah, I mean, 
the league figuring out Lamar Jackson uh, seems way overblown. Uh, they're five and one, and you know they're dealing with some injuries too. So um, they're they're uh, obviously the clear favorites in the North right now. And uh, yeah, I just I, I don't know if, if uh, we'll we'll see what they can do once they get to the playoffs because that seems to be their kryptonite for whatever reason. But yeah, so. Um, from there, I mean, there, you know, the games, it was, it was really an interesting weekend. Like the, the teams you expected to win won pretty handedly. Uh, congratulations to the Jaguars for finally getting off the schneid. I think they, they uh, broke a 20 some odd game losing streak. So, you know, good for them with everything going on. They, they managed to pull together a win. Uh, did any other games really stick out to you? Uh, last night's game. The, the Bills and the Titans? Bills and Titans was a dog fight, man. Yeah. You know, and, and like I know he lost, right? And I don't know who watched the game last night, but but I, I wound up getting sucked in to the end, right? Because the last four or five minutes of the game was super intense. Uh but fucking it it, it was insane. Josh Allen may be my favorite quarterback in the league. He just, he just might be. He has a rocket for an arm, and he has no fucks of taking the ball to where it needs to go. Like I, he snuck, he, he snuck. They they had fourth and one for a, for a first down, basically at the goal line. So they still could have gotten a first down and had four tri- four tries to crack it in for the win. And like he slipped on the quarterback sneak, right? But the play before that, he scrambled, dove for the pylon, came up short. His shoulders hit out of bounds. I still think they got a bad spot, right? But, like, they 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 marked him short. Dude is fearless. Like, you, you really don't want your quarterback doing that kind of thing. And I know the loss of the game. And Derrick Henry is still a fucking monster. That dude, and he doesn't look like he's slowing down. So <clears throat> I'm wrong there. Like I thought he was gonna have a, I thought he was gonna have a down year. Uh, it's not this year, <laughs> you know. Uh, but he took some hits, man. Buffalo's got a defense, man, and uh, Tennessee has a, you know, they have Derrick Henry. So it's, um, yeah. it was a really good ball game. Uh, I'd love to see those two teams play each other again in the playoffs, I think it would be highly entertaining. Um, you know, the only other game I would talk about is, is the chiefs Redskins. Or the Steelers game last, uh, Monday night. That was a good one too. Yeah. Take it away. Which game? You mean Sunday night? Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night. Sunday night game. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday night game. I thought that that was a a pretty damn good game, actually. I mean, you had to watch. It went to overtime. It was pretty good. Yeah, I think from a, I think that game from a, a like a you know just a fan of football, the game was good. If I'm the Steelers, I'm a little concerned. Uh, they played the a banged up. Uh, Defense that was already like 30th, if not worse, in the league, and they still needed overtime to win. Um, they still didn't, you know, they didn't put up, they put up what in regulation? They put up 20 in regulation. 
Um, you know, the quarterback on the other side was Geno Smith, who I think hadn't played in like four years or something like, well, started. Obviously, he's been in the league, but he hasn't started a game uh, in four years. Um, I don't know. I, it, like, you know, good for the Steelers or three and three. It's a little bit better than I, I thought they'd be at this point. I had them like two and four personally. So, you know, because um, I had the I had them losing to the Bills. But, you know, they're they're. They're three and three. Um, I still don't know what to make of them in a lot of ways. I think the Bengals are better than them right now. Um, they are. I think, Their record says that. Well, but I mean, overall, I mean, I just think by the end of the season, I, I think the Bengals will finish ahead of the Steelers in the in the rankings. Oh, um, I don't disagree, but that was a dog fight. And listen, the Seahawks defense, as banged up as they are, they played very well that night. I mean, you could say that the 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 Steelers offense is a shadow of what it used to be, but you can also look at that game and just see it was a highly competitive game with two teams who were trying desperately to get a win. And then JJ Watt is just an unbelievable specimen. The guy got paid and he went out there and he showed them that not only did he deserve every penny that they gave him, but if they gave him a little bonus, nobody'd be mad at him. What a game that guy had. Um, so the other game you mentioned was Kansas City at Washington. What'd you like about that game, boy? Uh, it's not that I liked it, but like <clears throat> we talked about this a few weeks ago. And then Atticus and I talked a little bit about this as well. Kansas City's in fucking trouble. Right? Like they 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 did not look good for a half. You know, they pulled it out in the second half against the Washington Redskins, who are not what – defensively, they're not what I thought they were going to be this year at all. They're not even remotely close. Yeah. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes look, it looks erratic. Uh, I don't – I didn't look at the byline. I'll see if I can pull it up right now. But – uh Tyreek Hill had nine for 76 and a touchdown. Proves my point. You can get you can live with that all day long. Yeah. You know, that's that's the, the factor in my mind that that uh keeps you able to win the game. You know, Kansas City won, but they beat they beat the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Washington football team, my bad. Yeah, you know, it's what's interesting about the Chiefs this year, if you would have told me the key to beating them was just simply just throwing your entire defense on Tyreek Hill and taking your chances with everything else. I don't think I would have believed you, but that seems to be the, the key to it. Just double hell, triple cover Tariq and let them beat you with someone else. Cause apparently they don't have anybody. I mean, Kelsey's still getting his numbers, yeah. but there he's not putting up the points that, that, that we're accustomed to seeing with them. Now they still scored over 30 and I don't know what they're averaging on the season. Um, but yeah, if you would have told me like at any point last year, like, hey, all they have to do is double cover Tariq all game and just like hold him to under 100 yards, even if he gets a touchdown and the, you'll, you'll have a good chance against him. I don't know if I would have believed you. Uh, the one other game I want to touch on really quick, uh, just because I find it funny. Um, Aaron Rodgers yelling, I own you. At, at the Bears fans, uh, definitely, definitely brought a, a, a little gleam to Liesel's eye I've never seen before. Did. So, um, 
Yeah, we enjoyed that one. That's one of the games I did watch because that was one of the games we could get here before having to go out. So, uh, yeah, that that was that was good. I enjoyed that game. It was a little bit closer, I think, than the final score um, indicates. Although the bear the Bears kind of did well the first like I'd say quarter and a half, and then they just kind of fell apart. Uh, I, I think this is Nagy's last year. I don't see how he makes a pass this year. Um, you guys have any thoughts on that? I think that that's more evidence of how there are certain head coaches that are better served remaining coordinators. They should not be head coaches, and Nagy's one of them. Agreed. Uh, I think we'd be remiss not to talk about the Raiders bouncing back, you know, after, after a tumultuous couple weeks, right? Like they, uh, they had a good game, man. You know, they played Denver who was, who was kind of solid. I mean, Denver's still three and three, but you know, Raiders bounced back, got a win, um, in Denver played well, kind of put all that noise aside. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they continue through the year, through the rest of the season, because I think the Raiders, uh, you know, have a pretty decent squad. And with the Chiefs kind of falling off a little bit, although after this past week, you know, after three weeks, uh, it's it's a very tight race in the AFC West. You know, we got two teams at four and two, two teams at three and three and three. Yeah, it's going to be a dog fight. It'll it'll be inter- what makes the Raiders interesting to me is outside of like Waller and maybe Carr, like you look at their team and I can't tell you like an offensive person. I'd be like, oh, I wish, you know, the Browns had this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have like a big name player on offense yet. Someone always seems to step up week one um, against the Ravens. It was uh, Edwards, you know, uh, the, you know, and then and then Waller had a game. Uh, you know, they kind of they got a little shut out by the Chargers. But I mean, other than that, they've had like just someone I think I want to say Ruggs was the uh, was the player of the game for them this season, this uh, versus the Broncos. Um, it's just interesting. They're, they're, they're just kind of an enigma in the sense that, like I said, if you line up their fan, if like if you were to have your pick of fantasy people, once Waller's taken and maybe Derek Carr, like I got Derek Carr in our league off the waiver wire. So, I mean, who do you, you know, there's no one on that team you want, but at the same time, they're four and two and they're putting up points. So I think it's their defense too, right? Like, uh, both that, De- like Denver, I think, every, I think every team in the West has a pretty solid defense. Denver's got a solid defense. Raiders have a solid defense. Chargers have a solid defense. The only one that doesn't, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they're at Kansas City, who I picked to win that division, is not, not making me look like I know what I'm talking about, that's for sure. No. Should be interesting. So so we 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 finally moving. Uh, is the ghost back? Are we uh we moving? The ghost back. Yeah, the ghost the ghost has been uh trying to track down uh five thousand dollars. So that's what the ghost has been doing. 24-7? Um, you got zero time to make one comment? Like, I'm still here. My team lost. I'm sorry. I do a bi-weekly podcast. I, uh, if people want my comments, they can listen to the podcast. Uh, That's right. I, why, why am I going to give it away for free when, you, right. when it's, you know, I'll post something. 
right. Man, it's nice to see how much y'all miss me, though. And by the way, uh, well, Greg did get your video that you sent him, so that was posted at least. Yeah, I saw that. And then, uh, Chad, you need to learn how to tag me, bro. Like, if you want me to respond to things, you have to learn how to tag so I know I'm being uh, so I know that I'm being mentioned instead of having to like happen to catch it as I'm scrolling through. Uh, anyway, so the Browns, um, yeah, that game was not great. So the one thing I will say about the Browns, as long as I've been a fan of the Browns, I've never seen an injury season like this as of right now of our 20 of our 22 starters, 19 of them are either on IR or have an injury designation. Um, not making an excuse for that. I'm just saying I've never seen this level of injury before on, on the Browns or, I mean, I know the Eagles get kind of beat up that have been kind of beat up the past couple of years. I don't know if it's been this bad for them. It might be. I mean, I typically don't pay attention to the injury reports for other teams unless we're playing them, but that that's unworldly. Like that's, that's weird. How many people are injured? Uh, that being said, well, Chubb is COVID though, right? No, Chubb's a calf, calf injury. He got injured during the Chargers game. Okay. And, and the, the other one has a calf injury too? Hunt, yeah. Hunt had a non – he was already banged up, um, and then he just had a non-contact uh, hamstring injury. So um, he's out four to six. Joke is out six to eight, I think. Um you know, we're, we're missing, I want to say, two, our two tackles are gone, plus one of the guards is playing hurt. I mean, it's 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 everywhere. Baker Mayfield's got a torn uh, labrum or whatever in his arm. Uh, uh, what's his uh, – Landry's been out. OBJ, like, was injured, then got better, then dislocated his shoulder in the last game. Still, still finished. For what it's worth, that last game was the best connection game between Baker Mayfield and OBJ. Um, I think they went like six to seven for, for like, you know, 80 yards or something like that. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, I mean, my main thing is I don't know what Joe Woods is trying to do with this defense. Um, you know, and I, I did say a couple, I know they were ranked as high as two in overall defense a couple years ago, but I said, well, let's see what happens when they play an actual offense because that was after like, the Texans, um, you know, we did shut out the, uh, we did shut down the, the Vikings pretty well, but it, um, who was the other team we played? There was another like not really great offensive team in there. So, I mean, uh, that's, you know, so, so I was a little concerned, um, you know, and then we've given up, you know, we gave up 40, 40 something to the chargers and then now 37 to the Cardinals. Um yeah, I mean Joe Woods, he needs to figure something out because the whole I'm going to let uh, what's his face Hopkins run free across the field every other play uh, is not a defensive scheme. I don't care what he's trying to do. Um, that was my big thing. I was more angry at the at the defense because with the offense, I mean, again, I know everyone gets injured and stuff like that, but when like literally you're basically starting your second string offense. Um, and the players that aren't second string are like injured. It's, you know, you're, you're going to be somewhat limited. Like you kind of touched on earlier. It's going to limit the playbook, what you're willing to do, what you're willing to try. Um, you know, so it is what it is. Uh, the Cardinals are, the Cardinals are good. Um, they're real good. 
Uh, I don't know if they'll go. They're not going to go undefeated all year, but they're they're definitely um, a force. And I thought I was thinking, you know, it was still the Rams' division to lose um, this year. But yeah, they're they're uh, they're obviously one of the surprise teams uh, right now. Uh, maybe not as big a surprise as like other teams, but they're uh, they they got something cooking out there. Um, we just didn't have any answers all game, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's really all there is to that. The the one thing I will say is uh, they got bailed out on one roughing the passer call where our defensive guy like basically pushed Kyler Murray and got a 15 yard personal for it. But other than that, what are you gonna do? So uh, you get, did you watch the game at all? You got any thoughts on it? I mean, I watched a little bit of the game. Uh, I think you guys are in trouble. You know, that's that's. That's the bottom line to this. And then, like, on the page, I'm going to absolutely say, if you ever mention injuries, I'm going to call it an excuse. That's just the way it's going to go down, right? But the reality is, you know, been there, right? Ben, Atticus has been there. I've been there. Like, you know, when, when you are decimated by injuries, there's there's not much you can do about that, you know? And, and when you put it into perspective that – I forget the number you said – 19 out of 22 season starters are either out or have been designated with an injury. That's, that's very, very hard to overcome. Right. You talked a little bit about your defense. I look at scoring your 23rd, right? So you might have the number six rushing defense and you might have the number 11 passing defense, but scoring defense, your 23rd, that's not good. Right, so you're giving up points. Did you freeze? You froze for sure, though, and you're a little wonky. And he's gone. So let's run it in on the Cleveland Browns real quick, Atticus. We can. <laughs> he's but injuries back. is a huge part of what's going on in the league right now. It's just bad. There you go. But you're right. I agree. And the group, you'll go in on a person. You got to, right? But the reality is when it happens, everything changes for your team. Yeah. It just does. Unless you're the 17 um, Eagles and you get people from the supermarket who play like perennial all-stars. With a backup quarterback. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, just that shit just doesn't happen. Right, like it doesn't happen where you got second and third stringer starting in a Super Bowl and some fourth and fifth stringer starting in a Super Bowl and you win, you know, yeah, it's against the Patriots, no less. Yeah, you know, that, that, led Patriots. that doesn't happen, right? So, like, you know, I mean, I like the, the Ernest Johnson, I like him. I think the kid's got some moves. He's got a little moxie, but you know he's, he, he's not Chubb, and he's not right. Hunt, and he's not Hunt. <laughs> the, uh, the the I think what hurts the most about being three three and three right now is we're like I'd say four plays away from being entering that last game at at, at uh, five and zero, oh. and if we're five and one. After that loss, it's a completely different outlook. Um, and I think that's what kind of bothers me more than 
like how that game went because every team, I mean, the chargers had had a week like that too. I mean, it happens no matter who you are. Right. Um, but the fact that did I freeze again? Cause you guys are frozen on my screen. Yes. You froze. I can hear you though. Yeah. I hear me. All right. I'll keep talking until I get kicked off. Um, I think the uh, the thing that that bothers me the most, like I said, is it feels like we're like a handful of plays from only being five and one. That there's a, we we were like when I was watching the game, I told Liesel like when it was like twenty nothing, I was like, yeah, we we're not going to win this game. Um, even before that, I kind of said it, but actually after the there was one series where the Cardinals started on their eleven, got fifty yards of offense, and scored a touchdown because the Browns somehow got 40 yards worth of penalties called on them um, that game or that drive. So that's kind of, I was like, yeah, I don't see this happening today. Um, yeah, man, that's just, it, it sucks that, that, that one hurt. And like I said, I think the fact that we're a handful of plays from not being three and three and still being five and one, like bothers me more than, than that game in and of itself. So how are you feeling about Thursday? If I'm being honest, uh, so I I happened to glance at the line because I was curious. The line opened at five and a half. Uh, Right now, it's about three for Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's negative three, which on their home field basically means it's a toss up. Um, If I'm being 100 percent honest. I'd rather them not start anyone, like just start all second stringers and take take two weeks off. Because at this point, I'd rather, you know, instead of getting Baker hurt more or something like that, if they if they don't, if we don't play Baker and we don't play our injured linemen and whoever else and give them that gives them two full weeks of rest heading into heading into the Pittsburgh game. And the division games are going to be where Cleveland, if Cleveland's going to make the postseason, it's going to be by doing really well in the division this year. Um, so that's that's what – heading into Thursday, I don't know. Because Denver, I don't think as good as their record is either. But we're so injured, I, I don't want to I, – I can't decide um, how it would go. So i I rather them take, take the loss and rest some people and get ready for Pittsburgh more than see more people get injured playing the Broncos at this point, if I'm being 100% honest. For the sake of how I feel about the game, I, I honestly don't know. I'll hear what you guys say and then make my pick at the end because I, I don't know. I think that's smart, what you just said. I mean, that's what happened with Darius Tony this week. They threw him back out there when he still didn't recover from a foot injury. Three plays in, he's out. So... Give your guys a chance to heal up. It's a long season. Um, you got way too many injuries that you're contending with right now. Um, trust your backups. Let let all of them have first, first play reps in practice. All of them. And a week's worth of practice will do well. Not a week. It's a short week. But, you know, if all of them are practicing, it'll do them a lot of good. They'll have some pre-scripted plays that they'll be able to run and feel comfortable with, develop a little bit of chemistry. And trust in your team. Next man up, right? Give them a chance. Let your starters heal because you want to be you want to be clicking on all cylinders in the latter part of your season. The, the beginning is great, right? But if you're dealing with injuries and you need guys to get healthy, 
let that happen earlier on when playoff implications are pretty low and you got time to recover. So I agree with you. Who's going to win? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'll go with the home team just because it's the home team, but that largely depends on who's starting, and we don't know that yet. And I think that could be said for both sides, right? Like Teddy Bridgewater is questionable right now. So, you know, I'm more confident with Denver winning the ball game if Teddy Bridgewater is playing quarterback versus Drew Locke. I'll tell you that much. Um, you know, I've read that Landry might be pulled off IR. They still haven't determined to play on Thursday. Still might happen. Uh, if I'm a betting man, I bet that Baker makes every effort to be on that field against even against doctor's wishes. That's how far like, that's, that's who Baker is. Right. right. Uh, as, so as much as I agree with the logic behind both your statements, right? Like the reality is I, I don't, I think Baker's going to play and I think he's going to get hurt more. Um, I don't know if Jarvis is going to play, but like they're banged up and, and they should rest everybody. Will they? We'll see. I think Denver wins the game. Yeah, I mean, and that what you just said scared. Like, it would be one thing if our entire offensive line and Chubb were playing right, then okay, Baker, you're injured, but you don't like fine. At least we can protect. But like, I did. I don't. I don't know. Like, I couldn't even tell you who who the starting offensive line is right now because they're all in various shades of injured. Um. All I know is the two tackles are definitely out. Uh, I, I still say they just take the L, go, you know, and 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 go go start your league, start the conference schedule at three and or the uh, division schedule at three and four, and uh, let the chips fall where they may. Because I still think I I think the Browns, if they can get half the start, like if Jarvis is back and Baker heals up, and we get one or you know two of the tackles back plus one of the, you know Chubb. I think we can. I think we can handle Pittsburgh, if for no other reason than their offense isn't super scary. So, I, I rather see them heal up. Um, you know, just because they're my team, I'll say Cleveland at home um, by like two points or something like that. Just because I don't think Denver's as good as their record is either. Um, but we'll we'll see. I mean, the, the the one thing I will say that gives Cleveland a little bit of an edge is their defense is not nearly as banged up as the offense is. And usually Thursday night games favors the defense a little bit because, uh, you know, they're, it, they're a little bit more reactionary. And right now I think uh, even with their scoring defense being low, I think overall Cleveland's defense ideally is better than Denver's. So I'll give Cleveland the edge there and it's just enough to hang on for some low scoring 2023 affair. You have it. Sounds about right. Denver has the number four scoring defense. Just just throwing that out there. Number four. Yeah. They have the number 13 passing defense versus number 11 for Cleveland. They have the number four rushing defense versus number six for Cleveland. So defensively, they're a lot closer than you think. Like, I mean, I think Denver's strong point is their defense. So, I mean, it's Thursday night. Who knows? You know, it could yeah. be a 10-7 ball game. 
It could be a 35-40 ball game. Who knows? <laughs> I just can't get thrown for 45 points. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, um, yeah, man, it's it's just rough. I mean, I don't know if you guys can see the shirt I'm wearing, but it's Mike Cleveland. There's always next year's shirt. Um, already ready. Yeah, it just sucks, man. It just already ready. You, guys, you got in the basement and you pulled that out, man. I see it. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Aikman and Buck or Michaels and Collinsworth? Prefer or disdain? You got to pick one that you prefer to hear over the other. I might be odd man out here, but I'm going with Collinsworth and Michael. You're not odd man. Shit, Collinsworth and Michaels are far better than Buck and Aikman all day as far as I'm concerned. Aikman used to not irritate me until this last Dallas game that I heard him calling. And and he got very homerish, and I can't stand that. Can't stand it. And Buck just annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of announcers, uh, what's going on with Tony Romo? He uh he's just been cringeworthy. Like just some of the things it's just like he's going off it's almost like he's showing like drunk and or maybe slightly high on edibles and just talking about stuff because his sentences don't even seem to like connect. Like, I don't know. Like there was the thing, there's this thing in the game he was at and it was something where cancer patients were brought down and, and they were given like a massage. You're talking about like, Oh, I can go for a massage. It's like, dude, dude, what? Like, I don't know. There's, he had the thing for like a season where he was predicting plays, and I don't know if they told him to stop doing that because he doesn't really do that anymore. But uh, yeah, they need to uh, bring that back and, and lose whatever's going on because he's just gotten real cringeworthy the last couple of weeks. I, I hadn't really noticed that, to be honest with you. But I, I'll pay attention for sure. He's, he's gone again. Oh, wow. I'll wait for it before we wrap it up. He needs a new service provider. Yeah. So, um, he and I are picking Cleveland only because they're the home team and you're going with... Going with Denver in the upset. I agree with you. I agree with you that Denver's offense is better than I mean, their defense is better than their offense. And I think even when they're all healthy, that stands true. Even, you know, because right now you could say with the banged up Teddy Bridgewater, that's the case. But I think that even prior to – and this is not a knock on Teddy at all. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a championship quarterback, but I think he's a good quarterback. Yeah. I think that they're still trying to find who their quarterback is going to be. In Denver, and I don't think that they're sold on Bridgewater or Drew Locke as the quarterback of the future out there. Defensively, I think you know they get the um, damn. Why can't I think his name right now? But it, 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 their linebacker, he's Vaughn Miller, right? Vaughn Miller, isn't he here or something like that? Like he's near the tail end of his career on the wrong side of thirty, but he's still playing on a high le- at a high level. But yeah. what are you going to get another year or two that are, are highly productive out of him? Yep. Yeah. 
you know? So I think that there's still a lot that they're trying to figure out in Denver. It's not figured out yet, but they got enough pieces to keep the middle of the pack, you know? I agree. You know, and, and like, I think they're fine with Teddy Bridgewater until they find that quarterback though, you know, like Drew Locke. No, we needed somebody else, you know, and who right. knows who that quarterback's going to be. Bridgewater is a bridge. Yeah. And that's what it is to, to continue to sell tickets, to continue for their merchandising and to continue to be competitive. It's, it's, it's the balance that the NFL requires that they want to have for NFL teams. So I think they're doing a good job of keeping them in a conversation, but they won't be in the conversation when all is said and done with what they're working with. What were you guys talking about with Sirianni that I missed? I was coming on. He, Sirianni sounds like a wine and it's the kind of wine you buy at 7-Eleven. It's just not that good. Um, I, I just I don't understand what he's doing, man. Like they had 19 rushes in the ball game. Ten of those were Jalen Hurts running for his life because their offensive line is banged up. Maybe not all ten. He was running for his life, right? Like there were a couple draw plays in there, quarterback runs, whatever, whatever. But the other nine were Miles Sanders. He had two through three quarters. That and his sense. average was like over six yards a carry, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They finally gave him the ball in the fourth quarter, which I, I don't, I didn't even understand that, but it, it just, I'd love to have Andy's take on this because him and I are on the opposite side of running the ball and establishing the run versus game planning for specific defenses and abandoning the run. Cause that's the way I take it from him, right? Like, I, I think you, you cannot abandon the run regardless who you're playing defensively, right? That's just my opinion. Um, but what, what Sirianni's doing makes absolutely no sense to me. I still don't know who Jalen Hurts is, you know? And I, I don't know, it, unless they have a miraculous health craze and everybody gets healthy all of a sudden, Lane's in a better place. He comes back and solidifies the right side of that line. Who knows, right? Like we're not really going to know. Uh, and it's it's a it's a wickedly bad place to be because if they drafted today, they got three first round draft picks, three top ten draft picks, and it would be much cooler not to have to draft a quarterback and go offensive and defensive line and linebacker, all top ten picks. Like, you're really – you are making a movement at that point. I like Hurts. You know, yeah. I think he can be the guy. I just – you know. And then I don't know what to do with Devontae Smith either. Like, he must just be getting double teamed all the time. I have no idea. No clue whatsoever. Did, did you bring up or talk about the fact that Zach Hurts is no longer an eagle? No, and I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not as as upset and and tissue boxed as some other Eagle fans, right? Like, thanks for the ride, solid dude. We have another solid tight end. Good for him. I think you're gonna Arizona. Watch out for Arizona. 
Arizona, I think, is the one, uh, not the one team. It, NFC is going to be a dogfight in the playoffs, man. If everybody keeps playing the way they're playing, Arizona's set up to win. Tampa Bay's set up to win. The Rams are set up to win. Uh, who else? Dallas is set up to win, right? Like, I think that's your top four. You know, and, and I think that's the top four right now in the league. Oh, exciting. Hey, oh. It's insane. Chris lost all internet, apparently. And I'm losing you. You're going into a dead zone. Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. But uh, that was that one spot that I drive through. But yeah, I should be good now. All right. I'm actually pulling up to my house in a moment, so my Wi-Fi will kick on. We're we're about wrapping up at this point, I guess. Anyway, but but yeah, I think we just lost Chris altogether this time. Yeah, he he lost all internet apparently. Um, is there a hurricane or something going on down there? Or? Not that I saw. Sounded like there was. Yeah. All right. Well, this is probably as good a spot as any to wrap it up, I suppose. All right, my man. Yeah, always good to see you, Mike. Always good to see you. Mm-hmm. Yep, so we'll pick this back up, I'm guessing, on Friday. Yeah. All right, bro. Enjoy the game. We'll All right, man. Soon. You too. All right. Peace. Peace. ever disagree with what's said on this podcast well come join us on the facebook page that started it all football trash talk for real fans you can let loy know how much the eagles suck tell atticus how delusional he is about all new york sports remind chris that the browns are one of four teams to never reach the super bowl or even talk about the hottest slot receiver of all time randall cobb Whatever you do, just don't be a fan of the NFC East. We have enough of that crap already. Come check us out. There's always more room at the barbecue. Anyway, this has been the Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast. It's been a pleasure, and as always, FOT. Stay safe out there.